just know you're not alone Cause I'm gonna make this place your News Radio 840 WHAS. Good Sunday morning, Bob Sekoler, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us, folks, and along with us for the ride today. That may be literal as well as figuratively. Uh, Chuck Crosby, who's the owner of the Crosby Law Offices, and Chuck not only does closing, he's a great job because you can't pick the closing attorney that you want, but he also does a variety of other things, including uh, running titles and deeds, uh, wills, powers attorney. We have a question coming up, which will text uh chuck's uh ability uh, questions coming in uh, a little later on in today's show so stand by for that also here brad lawler owner of home team inspection service and you can uh, really rely on home team not only here in louisville but also in frankfurt and in uh where else in lexington right lexington. so you've really That's right. expanded yeah, we've expanded and he's also got team bug out under underway and you can reach brad anytime at 844-411 team and you can reach me bob sekoler i own the sekoler team over at remax properties east we'd love to be able to help you list and sell your home and if you're looking to buy a home i've got agents as well who can help you find that perfect home jump out and get you that home it, it takes a team uh, these days what they say a village well no it takes a team to be able to get to uh the properties before they sell it we put one on the market i was just telling these guys before we went on the air I put one on the market on Wednesday. We started getting offers Tuesday night. Explain that one. Well, word of mouth is what happened. And so already people were talking about this listing. And we can do that for you. Call me, 376-5483, Coming up a little later on on today's show, 12 things your plumber wishes that you knew. Oh, Brad, you're going to have a field day with I this I love one. this one. Let us start with uh, this uh, question from Jean going over to Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Offices. She has a serious problem that a lot of us baby boomers may be faced with, Chuck. So here we go with the, what I was alluding to as I introduced you. Uh, Jean's mom has Alzheimer's and is deteriorating. She needs advice on what documents are needed to help her with mom's care, what docs need to be notarized or written up. She's also asking what a durable POA will cover, if that will cover all of it, including home assets and anything else. And so, Chuck, we'd give it to you here. What does Gene need? Well, I'll tell you. Um, the question sounds like mom is already uh, diagnosed with Alzheimer's and is diminishing. That would suggest she's not capable of signing any further documentation. Mm -hmm. uh, the problem with powers of attorney is nobody need or you don't, know that you need it until it's too late hmm. okay if mom's got alzheimer's that's that's it uh there's no powers of attorney gonna get signed etc now if mom is still competent if she's not diagnosed with alzheimer's or uh any other uh um, disability uh then that's fine yeah durable power of attorney takes care of everything and it lasts past incapacity so it would be like um, I'm appointing you power of attorney to handle all of my affairs. And then we itemize them out. It's like a nine page document, uh, with all the different items that are, uh, uh, set out, uh, and that, that, uh, power of attorney will survive incapacity. That is to say subsequent mm -hmm. disability, anything like that. Uh, and it can also be written up so that it is active now. So if, you know, mom just doesn't want to deal with it, and uh, you know, 
then you can set that over. Um, but uh, once they become incompetent, that's that's a deal breaker right there. Now, what you do in that case, it's simple. Uh, it takes a little bit longer. What you do is you have the court uh, uh, appoint a guardian, and then that guardian petitions the court for the powers that are needed. It'll take a few months, uh, three months or so. Uh, and then there are some waiting periods once you do it. But that's why everybody should go get durable powers now uh, when everything is still good so that when things aren't good, you're covered. So, Chuck, if I hear you right, let me just just really delve into this with one area. If you have a feeling that your parents, mom or dad's ability for, for understanding and reasoning is starting to diminish, but they haven't actually gotten to the point of being diagnosed with Alzheimer's, you can have a durable a, power of attorney. A, a person yeah. is uh, a person is presumed to be competent unless adjudicated otherwise. Mm-hmm. So you're getting back into those you either knew or you should have known kind of thing. Um, if mom's forgetting, you know, words or something like that, well, okay, well, you know, uh, I'm already there. Uh, yeah. You know, where you've got the word on the tip of your tongue, that kind of thing. Right. Um, but if someone is incompetent, if they don't know what they're doing, if they don't have the capacity to know that they are giving away this particular set of uh, uh, powers, then then they can't sign it. Um, but, you know, uh, if there's no diagnosis, if it's, you know, they're just getting older, uh, then, yeah, let's go ahead and get that done. But yeah. once once they are incompetent. Now, you know, I'm I'm not a medical professional, et cetera, et cetera. But any notary is not going to sit there and notarize something if the person clearly doesn't know what's going on. Yeah. Uh, and the flip side to all this is mm-hmm. there's also uh, um, there are times when I have been approached to have powers of attorney signed for mom uh, and mom really doesn't want to do it. Mm. Um, so there's also that part of it. Uh, even though the kid wasn't trying to pull the wool over anything, um, mom just didn't want to do it. They didn't want to, it's like, you know, uh, who wants to give up the car keys and say, I can't drive anymore kind of scenario. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. but it, it, it needs to be done before that incompetence. And it's a tough, it's a tough yeah, it is. Uh, discussion with the mom or dad. That Absolutely. That point. Yeah. I, but I, that's I, why I always say you don't approach it with, hey, you're failing uh, yeah. and we need to take over. It's like, hey, uh, when you have failed, if you fail, it'll be too late. Yeah. Let's yes. do it now. Do Let's it just now. have it sitting there in the background. You can hang on to the paper, you know, have mom and dad hang on to the paper, not hand it over to the kids. It can be set up so that it only kicks in when a person becomes incompetent. Uh, though at that point you have to, you know, get a letter from the doctor saying they're incompetent. Uh, and you know, there's just uh, 101 ways to skin that cat. It's just if you wait until the incompetence, it's too late. Too late. So, folks, we understand this is a very important question, and Chuck had a lot of information here. You can hear and see a rebroadcast of this. Um, by going to louisvilleanswers.com, louisvilleanswers.com. It's a redirect to our YouTube channel where this show is posted as of uh, this morning as we're airing. And and I know this may be an important topic and you want to discuss this more with uh, siblings and relatives. And this is, this is the way to broach it. At least Chuck is uh, a great authority on this. And uh, just to point out that Chuck does do wills and can help you through this. And I'll give out his number in a little bit. 
Also, if uh, you'd like uh, to send us a question, and Gene, that was a great question by you, um, you can email me, bob at com, and then just put the radio question in the subject line and the question in the body of the email. And um, also, if you want to uh, get in contact with me. Same thing, Bob at WeSellLouisville.com. All right, we move forward. So this one is for Brad, Brad Lawler over at Home Team Inspection Service. So Brad and I actually talked about this off air a week or so ago. I was keeping dog food in my garage, right? Which a lot of us do. So you've got dogs, you don't necessarily want to keep the bag in your in your house. And all of a sudden I noticed there were bite marks on, at, through the bag, a plastic bag, big, you know, they come in those bags. Uh, through the dog food. And I, I, I thought, Brad, I thought at once it was mice. Right. But then the height of the bite marks was not down towards the bottom. It was up a good four or five inches. Yeah. Yeah. And you have a theory about what was going well, on here. Well, what what we what I had asked you about it was, you know, were there droppings around those? No holes? droppings. Right. Nothing. Right. So at that point that I'm thinking, well, you know, I'm wondering if you've got a squirrel uh, that's making your way into that into that area of the garage to uh, chew mm. on those on those bags. I mean, squirrels are known to do that. And they're obviously going to chew a little higher up than a than a rat or a mouse would. But. Yeah, it's. Uh, I guess the moral of the story there is just make sure that if you do have pet foods, uh, that you're putting them into uh, the the. Uh, you know, metal container would be great. You know, plastic yeah. containers outside. Eventually, even through plastic garbage cans, you know, rats and and mice are going to chew their way through it. Squirrels will do the same thing. But yes, yeah, so if you keep it in in something that's metal, and that might be that might help you keep uh, the population of of rodents and other pests down in your uh, in your garage. So I get my dog food delivered, just so you know, in boxes, and um, so I'm keeping it in the cardboard box, so they got a second level to yeah. go through. Yeah, yeah, they'll go, they'll chew through that too. But right, yes, yeah. that's just and, and this a shameless plug, but I think it's important. It's worth doing. Uh, so Brad has a company called Team Bug Out, which also does mice mm-hmm. and yeah, rat mice control and as well. Or yeah, my, mice. yeah, we, we no, we'll we'll deal with rats, mice. Okay. Um, I we yeah. don't we we don't do raccoon and squirrel exclusion work. That's a different animal. But general pest control, team bug out pest control, we'll we'll do that. We'll get that number out to you in a second. I think the interesting point that I learned out of this was if there are droppings, then mm-hmm. it's going to be a mouse or yeah. a rat. But if it's not, yeah. it could be a squirrel. Okay, that, yeah, it's we're just yeah. identifying the pest by its droppings. All right, we move back over to Chuck Crosby of the Crosby Law Office. So Chuck, Freddie writes in, he's got a problem with a new house that he just purchased. Three months after moving in, the HVAC compressor failed. Now, this is not going where you think it's going to go, Chuck, because okay. we know the question normally we get is, so how do you go after the the, the seller? No. So Freddie uh, had an HVAC contractor come out and put a new compressor into the system. But that compressor failed within three days. And now the same contractor sent a bill for 5240 bucks, which Freddie has refused to pay. And the contractor has sent, and I, I'm not familiar with this term, Chuck, an affidavit of lien on the house. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, it's mechanic material men's lien. Okay. And so he's wondering, how does he fight that? Where does he start? This is a great question for anybody yeah. who might be in the same position who wants to fight a contractor that didn't live up to their word there, right? Well, the first thing is you get an attorney to uh, start the lawsuit. Uh, it's that simple. Uh, the guy, uh, there's statutes that allow material men's, uh, which would be guys who provide uh, just the services and the uh, uh, the actual product. So if I'm a carpenter, say I bring wood, I you know uh, provide services, 
as long as I meet certain hoops, I can file a lien against the house. But that lien's only good for one year. Okay. In that year's time, uh, the person who files the lien has to file a lawsuit to collect the money, or it just disappears. That that mechanics lien is no good after one year, uh, provided that a lawsuit uh, hasn't been filed. Uh, on the flip side, well, now we've got a guy that is uh, putting a lien on the house that maybe did not provide the services he's saying he provided. Um, and that point, that could be slander of title uh, is what we would call it, uh, where you're saying, hey, I've got a lien on your property, but you know, not really. My bet is uh, there's not going to be a huge issue with that because he did provide a service. He did put things in. He just didn't do that job very well. So now uh, you get your attorney to go after him as you would under any contractual issue. Uh, you know, you said you would do X. You did not do X. I don't owe you any money, but you're saying I do. So let's uh, hash it out in court. So, and again, we're going to give out Chuck's number. Chuck, you don't do that type of work, but you know nope, people who but do. but I right? know who does. That's right. Uh, one of the things we could suggest to anybody who's going to hire anybody to do work for them is check reviews, because mm -hmm. those reviews are very telling. And whether it's um, with the um, Better Business Bureau or Attorney General or just doing a Google search, Google has a lot of information out there. Uh, reviews are so important. And this is actually the perfect time for me to tell you we're really proud of our reviews. And we've made it very simple for you to see reviews of uh, the people that we've worked with, our Sekolder team. You can go to LouisvilleZillow.com or LouisvilleGoogle.com, and that will take you to the reviews to be able to read what we do. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, 12 Things Your Plumber Wishes You Knew. Our buddy Brad Lawler chomping at the bit for this one. Speaking of Brad, he is owner of the Home Team Inspection Service. They do a great job. They are ranked as the number one Home Team Inspection Service seven years in a row. You can reach Brad for the inspections or for Team Bugout, 844-411-TEAM. Also here, Chuck Crosby from the Crosby Law Offices. You can reach Chuck anytime to help you with closing a loan or other things like wills and powers of attorney. We talked a lot about that in this segment. And you can reach Chuck directly at 499-6360. And if you're thinking of selling your home now or in the future, I'd love to be able to help you. Bob Sekolder, just call me and we can come out. I'll come out there. We can talk in person. We can do it by phone or we can do it via Zoom if you want and talk about the process for putting your home on the market, getting it sold for top dollar and on your timeline. And then we can also help you find a house. I've got 10 agents who are able to help you jump out and find your next dream home. You can reach me at 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. We're back in a moment on News Radio 840 WHAS. I'm Chuck Crosby, a real estate attorney here in Louisville with Crosby Law Offices. I've been practicing real estate law, fixing problems, and helping people for over 22 years. So if you're a buyer looking for advice, information, or professional closing services, call me. If you're a property owner, real estate professional, you have a problem, you just can't fix it, call me. If you're a landlord and you're having problems with your tenants, call me. Again, I'm Chuck Crosby with Crosby Law Offices. You can reach me at 499 6360 499-6360. This has been a paid advertisement. Hi, I'm Brad Lawler with Home Team Inspection Service, Kentuckiana's largest inspection company and the number one home team inspection service in the nation. Our unique team approach makes us fast. Multiple inspectors means efficiency. Our teams of dedicated professionals, including many veterans, are trusted. We perform thousands of home inspections in Louisville and Southern Indiana each year. We're accurate. 
The team approach means multiple sets of eyes and overlapping duties. Fast, trusted, accurate. That's your home team advantage. You probably don't think you spend much time in your home's nasty crawl space, but you really do. That moldy air passes right through your floors and into your family's living area, causing allergies and more. Let Aqualock remove the mold and debris, disinfect your crawl space, and install an airtight barrier, giving you back a healthy home environment with clean, fresh air. It'll even pay for itself in 10 years with utility savings, and your floors will feel warmer in the winter. Call Aqualock today for your free inspection. 495-9450. In today's real estate market, you want someone you can trust in the driver's seat. In Louisville, that's Bob and Greg Sokola. Bob and son Greg have helped thousands of families just like yours turn challenges into solutions. They can give you a guaranteed sale of a custom marketing system to get your home sold on your timeline and for the most money, and they have an instant cash offer program. You deserve the best there is. Bob and Greg, go to WeSellLouisville.com. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 840 WHAS, Bob Sekolder, the Louisville Real Estate Show with you till the top of the hour. Chuck Crosby continues with us. He's the owner of the Crosby Law Offices, does a lot of work, including closing loans and also wills, which is so important. You can reach Chuck at 499-6360. Also here, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They are ranked the number one home team inspection service eight years in a row. I correct myself there, eight yeah, years in a row. Right. And uh, you can reach Brad for that or for Team Bugout at 844-411-TEAM. And if you're thinking about selling, I, again, would love to help you. Barbara Corcoran, you heard her commercial. She endorses us, and we love her over on Shark Tank and everything that she does. You can reach out to me if you're thinking of selling either now or in the future at 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com. And just filling out, start filling out the information there. All right. 12 things your plumber wishes you knew. Feel free, Chuck and Brad, of course, to jump in here. First things, and I, why don't I give you the headline and Brad or Chuck, jump in. Stop pouring grease down the sink, right? And make these quick. Very worst thing you can do. Yeah. That's, anyhow. Yeah. Fatty substances, they would clog up the, um, yeah. the garbage disposal. All right. Avoid caustic cleaners if you have old pipes. So, Old pipes meaning like what? Well, pipe? they're they're probably talking about you know uh, the old black iron you know galvanized pipe. But I would just I would just caution you on pouring caustic cleaners down any pipes. Mm. They're 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 not they're not Drain helpful. Up. And I yeah they're not going to take care of the fact if you're pouring baking grease down your <laughs> yeah. sink all the time. That's not going to help you. So Drano not so good. Okay. Maybe it's it might be okay for hair clogs, but that's about the only that's thing I know it. that they can actually clear. So the plumbers want us to know to leave faucets dripping to prevent frozen pipes. Is that for only yeah. outside walls on that brand? Uh, yeah, any well? uh, any interior, any exterior uh, exposed walls, you'll want to keep water running in it. Not interior won't matter. Don't matter. Okay. Unless you got pipes running through your attic, then then you may want to continue to do that even in the interior of the home. Yeah, and you might want to think about insulating those during mm -hmm. the winter. Yeah. Don't cram stuff under the sink. What's the reason that we don't want to cram stuff? Well, I think the point that they're trying to make there is you want to be able to access those traps if you ever have to clean something out. So I, I that's just you want to be able to have access to the pipes. Got if it. anything bad happens, don't you don't want everything ruined by water too. If something breaks. I'm not sure about this one. Don't treat your garbage disposal like your trash can. Oh, but what's the use of having that, a garbage disposal? Yeah, well, you do. You have to be a little bit particular about what you put in the garbage disposal. The, anything that is very fibrous is really, really hard. But people throw everything in garbage yeah. disposals. I yeah. mean, you know, 
glass, plastics. I mean, it's just amazing what what people use the garbage disposal for. Do I remember we said throwing ice cubes down there helps yeah. to clean it and sharpen That's, it? That's people believe that it it helps sharpen it. And like I said, my yeah. my grandfather who worked for a company that made garbage disposals, he used he used to throw pieces of broken glass in there. I'm not advising it. Oh, I'm just telling what he did. Know when to say no. So, for example, if you've got a flapper in a toilet, you might want to consider going to a plumber instead of trying to do it yourself, right? Know your limitations, yeah, because yeah, because you mess up a water valve and you're going to have a big mess, and it's going to be a whole lot more expensive to clean up than paying a plumber to come replace the valve. Shut off your water valve before you go on vacation, which also points to know where your main water shutoff valve is. Yes. And I have a personal antidote on this. So, uh Brad knows a couple of weeks ago, I heard water running and I couldn't figure out where it is. And I ended up finding it was a, a hose that broke on attached to the hose bit. But what came out of this was that I had gone downstairs and I heard the water. I went to the main water shutoff just to see if, if uh, there was something down there leaking. And I turned it and I realized it was never opened all the way. Right. So for six or seven years, I've been living with low water pressure. Mm -hmm. So I turned it, and now I've got higher water yeah. pressure. I just yeah. don't want to turn it all the way because I'm afraid of breaking it. So I may have you come over before. Yeah, I, I was just say again. check check the valve. Just make sure it's not leaking since it's, it's not leaking up but, for so long. Yeah. That's good. That's yeah. Good. So that's a good thing. Okay, so know when to turn the water shut shutoff valve when you're going on vacation. Flush your water heater every year. We've talked about that, and Brad says if you haven't done it in years, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, right? I would leave that to a pro to. Mess don't with. yep don't ignore water around the base of your toilet if, if you see it you got a problem with maybe a, a wax ring or something else right yeah fix that one right away and then learn how to check for leaks if your monthly water bill is high you got to worry about that and then steer clear of septic lines if you're digging or something don't hit your septic line well and don't and don't drive your truck across your front yard if you've got if you if you have septic don't drive around with heavy vehicles because those will will crush your laterals and then finally, don't throw your trash in the toilet. Okay, well, you clog up once, you're going to know that's not going to happen again. You got a real problem there. All right, we move on. And if you want to see what uh, sellers are saying about us, we actually have videos out there LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. That's LouisvilleSellersTalk.com. I've got another couple that I'm going to be putting up in the next couple of days. All right, Chuck Crosby over at Crosby Law Office. Barbara moved into her new condo about six months ago, and she writes in this email that dogs were allowed at the time and now, but Barbara says her dog is friendly, and it is also classified as a service dog because of Barbara's needs. The dog apparently growled at one of the service technicians that visit the condos for maintenance. The technician filed a complaint with the condo association. The condo association is now demanding that Barbara get rid of her service dog can they do that, Chuck? Can she fight it? Uh, yeah, that's something that needs to be fought. <laughs> that's just pure and simple. If it's a service dog uh, and you only have one guy saying the dog did this, uh, that's just, yeah, that's really, really shaky. So that's where do really you start? Shaky. You hire an attorney? Is that what you do? Yes. Yeah. Get with an attorney, send the letters out, just get it straight out there. I'm not putting up with this and, you know, we're going to take it to the mat. Okay. And the fight is on. Yeah. All right. We, I we mean, got there's that. there's yeah. several layers on that. I mean, shoot, if it's a service dog and you're saying get rid of your service dog, you just spent 20k on a on a dog. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're talking 
big issue. You got an issue there, especially yeah, you a don't... service dog, right? That's a, that yeah. goes against uh, some of the requirements that we have. Uh, just a reminder, you can repeat to uh, hear this show again, LouisvilleAnswers.com. In fact, if you want to hear some of our seven or eight past years of shows, you can go to WeSellLouisvilleRadio.com. That's WeSellLouisvilleRadio.com, or you can find us on Apple Podcasts as well. Brad Damien writes in uh, that he has a rash on his skin and believes it might be beg bud, bed bug bites. He's got an exterminator coming over, but he is worried about the bed bugs coming back. Say that a couple of times. Yeah. Fast. Uh, coming back. So he's wondering how to get rid of them. What causes the bed bugs to move into the home to begin with? I guess they carried in with luggage or boxes. Yeah. Wow. Here we are Sunday morning. We're going to talk about bed bugs. My apologies to everybody. So bed bugs can come in on you from all sorts of places. I mean, I had a personal instance here back in January. I was on an early morning flight from Louisville to Dallas. When the lights came on um, in Dallas, I looked down. Uh, on my blazer that was laying across my lap, and there was a bed bug on the Ooh. on the blazer. So here I am coming from an airplane that had spent overnight at the Louisville airport. So the, you can pick them up in a lot of different places, but the things that you know, bed bugs hide out in every little cr crook and cr well crevice, uh, tight place. Sorry. Um, all throughout your house, you know, so they can be in your your couches, they can be certainly in mattresses, they will will hang out in your nightstand. Um, but what they're looking for is they're looking for the host to appear. So once a warm body uh, arrives and they start uh, getting the uh, carbon dioxide coming from that body, that's what draws them out. So, um, you know, if you are worried about or concerned about it, you do need to talk to an exterminator that that specializes in bed bugs. Um, they use heat. Uh, primarily to kill those off at specialized equipment that's required. Um, but vacuuming is effective. Uh, just make sure you throw the bag away when you vacuum them up. You're looking for little red, uh, dark, dark brown, dark red spots, um, the little streaks from their excrement that uh, is the telltale sign. But yeah, they climb up bed legs and they're all sorts of places. But there's chemicals available. Heat is most effective if you've been to a hotel before you uh, put anything in your house, put anything away, throw it in your in your dryer, run your dryer on high heat for at least 10 to 15 minutes. That'll kill any bed bug off that's that might come back with you from a place that you've been. Yeah, and if you've if you've worn the clothes, you might want to wash them first before you put them yeah, in the dryer. Right, just right. just out of, well, no matter true, of fact, but it, yeah, yeah. yeah, but any but that heat is what kills them. That's yeah. that's effective. But there are there are there are yeah. you know chemical products that work, but you know how much exposure does one person want? So you but, may be better off just talking to an exterminator about potential treatment plans. True or false? And Chuck, you're in on this because you travel a lot. Before you unpack and when you get into your hotel room, lift up the mattress to see between the the bedding and the box spring to see if there's any telltale signs of any sort of animal, you know, that stuff back there. Right. Just, yeah, yeah that's a, yeah, that's a good idea. And, you know, you're yeah. looking, they're not, they're not, you know, they're a fifth of an inch to a quarter inch long. So they're not microscopic. I mean, they're very visible. I mean, they're, yeah. you know, just a little smaller than a tick. So you can see them. It's not like they're, they're hidden away, but they do sit in very tight, tight, tight places. If you are thinking of selling, we have a free, no obligation booklet. has hundreds of useful tips. If you want a copy, send me an email, bob at com. Put the uh, selling tips in the subject line. I'll send it out to you. Final question goes to, to uh, Chuck Jasmine sent us this email. Selling her house told that the title office does not have a record of her deed being notarized. She is not sure about the process, and she's not sure who uh, did the closing, but she needs to know what 
her next step should be. Have you uh, heard of that call before? Call me. Yeah. Um, people are people. They make mistakes. Uh, it's hard to believe that the closing outfit and then the county clerk made that same mistake. Yeah. Uh, but have her give me a call. I can look that up, find out who it is, uh, and then find out who did it. And then uh, it is possible to have the notary uh, re-notarize it. Uh, ah. And worst case scenario, well, we just get the parties back together and redo it. If they're still alive. <laughs> yeah, that, if they're still alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I have had that problem before, and the clerk uh, has a variety of solutions. Ah. Uh, a lot of it uh, goes with whether or not that deed has actually been recorded. Mm-hmm. Okay, because, you know, the notarizing doesn't make it legal. It just, you know, says this is who signed it. Uh, there are ways around it. Got it. Jasmine, I'm going to give you Chuck's number here. Just remember that uh, he's a good guy. And as folks, as you can tell, he does a lot more than just closing a uh, loan. He does wills, power of attorneys. He works with foreclosure defense, commissioner sale. He's a good guy. You can reach Chuck at the Chuck Crosby at the Crosby Law Offices, 499-6360. Again, for Jasmine and everybody else, 499-6360. Also, Brad Lawler, owner of Home Team Inspection Service. They come in as a team. They do a great job. And the phone number to reach Brad for inspections or for team bug out 844-411-TEAM. And if you're thinking of uh, selling your home, I would love to be able to talk to you, help you, help you navigate the path. I can come out, visit with you. It's free of charge, no obligation, uh, or we can do it by phone or by Zoom, however it works for you. And we can help you find your new house as well. You can reach me anytime on my cell phone, 376-5483. That's 376-5483 or go to bobsellslouisville.com and just start filling in as you're prompted to. We're out of time. Thank you all for being here. We'll see you next Sunday on News Radio 840 WHAS.